Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, verses 1 through 8, we read these words here. At that time, Jesus went through the grain field on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grains and eat. But when, when the Pharisees saw it, when the religious people saw it, they said to him, look. Your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. And Jesus said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? How he entered into the house of God and ate the bread of the presence which it was not lawful for him to eat? For those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you know what that means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He went on from there and entered into the synagogue. Verse 10 of Matthew chapter 12. And a man, a man was there with a withered hand. And they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? So that they might accuse him. And he, Jesus, said to them, which one of you has a sheep? If it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out. Or how much more value is a man than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And then he, Jesus, said to the man, stretch out your hand. And the man stretched out his hand, and it was restored, healthy like the other. But the Pharisees, the religious folks, they went out and they conspire against him how to destroy him. Brothers and sisters, religious people are going to be all around us. They're ever-present with us. It's important that we do not become one of such. God is looking for relationship with us. There are those who are there to point out why you can't. I'm encouraged that there are a group of women and men who are still lifting up their hearts and voices and declaring what can be, what we can achieve, even in this season. This man fell into a pit. There are many who are in a pit today. There are many who are experiencing darkness because they're in a bad place. It's like a dungeon. They're fallen. And they're looking for help. As I interact with people at the hospital, I'm thankful, truly thankful. I'm thankful for the medical professionals. I'm thankful even for those who are the aides who goes in and cleans up 
who they sent in when someone have an accident. I'm speaking about when someone needs to have a change of garments. I'm thankful for men and women who embrace such, such a commitment. Even amidst COVID, less men and women who are sick would be lying there unkept, and the stench would be great. But they're people, thanks be to God, they're nurses and doctors and aides who goes in behind closed doors, mask up, and trusting God that they don't get ill. I said they're masked up. Are you willing to serve where you are? Are you willing to allow God to use you where you are? Or are you still looking for excuses? We've all found excuses over the years, have we not? But we need to move on beyond that. A man fell into a pit. Look around. There are people who are in pits. They're calling out. They're calling out to you and they're calling out to me. And I borrow the words of the one who penned these words some time ago. A man fell into a pit. It's a time for action. It's not a time for debate. It's a time for someone to do something about it. Because I was once in a pit, and so were you. And Christ delivered us out, did he not? And still we, we go like senseless people back into pits. But someone fell into a pit. You get all kinds of people who would weigh in when it comes to a need that is before us. Do you know someone who's in a pit? And what has been your response to such a one in that pit? What has been your rationalization to the one who's in the pit? Hmm? Someone may show up next Sunday to a service looking for you. Looking for you who can identify with them. Looking for you who your very presence, uh, your very countenance may speak hope. Somebody's in a pit. And I'm here to remind you that you were once in a pit. And thanks be to God that somebody was not just playing games uh, with semantics. Uh, but they were willing to roll up their sleeves uh, and get engaged. Uh, and that's why you, like I... Well, you're today out of that pit. There are people all around us who are in pits. Some, it's because of their marriage that is fallen apart. Others, it's the children. Others, it's their finances. Others, it's their health. The thing about a pit is that it's dark. You've been in a pit? Well, then you would know what it is like. And hopefully sympathize with those that are in a pit. But Jesus came along, and Jesus, he acted. He just took the man out of the pit. That man with the withered hand that we read about in the scripture text, that hand, unfunctionable, embarrassing, painful possibly, caused him to be considered a reject. But Christ came and brought restoration 
I love the way he said it. Stretch it out. As you go this afternoon, go with an outstretched hand for those that you will encounter. And they're all around us who are in pits. And God would have you to do something about it. We're about to pray. And I ask of you, my sisters and brothers, to reflect on those whom God has brought along your way that has brought you up out of that pit. Would you allow God to work with you in and through you so that someone, I said so that someone, hallelujah, can experience what it is to be brought up and out of their pit. Thank you, Father. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that you're still wonderful <laughs> and still ready to work with and through men such and women such as we are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this much-needed word. Father, we realize that even as we might see ourselves in the pit, you have called us to be mindful of those around us who are in the pit. Thanking you, Lord, for this challenge that you have given us and this sobering thought, Father, that many are in a pit and we are the ones you've already equipped. You've already given us all that we need to be those that will lend that hand and stretch out our hands as you did. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for this word, Lord. This is a time when many need us to stretch out our hands. And be that help. So, Father, help us now to get our minds off of ourselves. That we might be those who will stretch out our hand to those in need. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving. That this message doesn't fall on deaf ears. In Jesus' mighty name. And for his glory only will we go forth to do what we've been each given to do. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In this month of love, <laughs> let us love our neighbors to the extent that we act. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I thank God for you and for you and for each one of you. I thank God for your prayers. I thank God for your commitment to him. And I thank God for what he will accomplish through your availability as we forge forward in this new year. Amen. As you know, it's my continuous prayer that God will meet every need in your lives. And as it pertains to your finances, that God would enable you to continue to have a testimony. A testimony of being able to pay your rent, to pay your mortgage, to pay your car notes. To have food on the table to take care of those things. And it's my prayer that God would allow you to be willing to sow into the life of others. To those that you will find in a pit. And to sow into the ministry for which there is always need. Amen. God loves you. And I'm, I am of the mindset that he wants you to have a testimony in those areas. Well, bless God. On Tuesdays, we continue to meet for prayer we were meeting Monday through Friday for 90 weeks just about. And we have since drawn back to just one night per week. 
looking forward to you coming in and being a part of that. Uh, minister is going to be sharing with us as well. But brothers and sisters, we need to grow together as a body. Amen. Praise God. Well, I thank God for you and for you and for you and for each and every one of you. And we go forth rejoicing. We go forth singing the praise of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. The Lord bless you and keep you as you go. It is he who makes his face to shine in you. Oh, how he is gracious unto you. The Lord our God, he lifts his countenance upon you. And he grants you his shalom. The peace of God made rule, rest, and abide with you. Both now and always.
Lord, 